Yo, 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 JC in the house. Let's introduce my boys. Check it. The Ghost Adventures crew, led by Honky Zack Bacon. Then there's Aaron Goody, Hilarious and Raven. Billy Tally is fierce. Jay a little cutie. Stick him in a crawl space to catch some ghost booty. I miss him, Nick Groff, part of the OG crew, but he ghosted on the bunch. Let's start him something new. So tuck yourself in for a spooky little pod. I'm your host, Lynn, to give my boys a nod. Pump up the spirit box. Obviously. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to I Love Ghost Adventures, the podcast. This is your host, Lynn, and this is the podcast where I talk about how much I love the show Ghost Adventures and recap the latest episodes on Discovery Plus now. There are no longer new episodes on Travel Channel, but I still have 117 episodes saved on my DVR. So, um, yeah. Anyway. Um, it is, this is episode 48 of the I Love Ghost Adventures podcast. Thanks for coming along on this crazy ride with me. It's been, you know, half a hundo almost episodes. And, um, I've been doing this for over a year now. I didn't acknowledge it at the year mark because that was right in the middle of my sabbatical. So, um, that was in February that I would have hit one year doing this podcast. Huzzah! What a year it's been! So this episode is talking about the episode on Discovery Plus called Disturbed in Wickenburg, and this would be season 24, episode 7. So the guys are going back to the Vulture Mine, where which they had been to back in 2010. And I remember that episode, it was really fun because they all of a sudden got caught in a flash flood. And you see them like, they get out of their cars and they're waiting. This water is like swooshing by them and they're all wearing ponchos. And it was really funny. I think somebody came out and told them, hey, you're not supposed to be around here. And they're like, we're uh, filming a show with Travel Channel and uh, this is all, you know, we got caught out here. So it was funny. So this is going back to Vulture Mine in Wickenburg. So I apparently they started up the mining operation. It had been shut down for quite some time and they just started up again in 2020. And there's been reports of lots of new paranormal activity. The Native Americans believe that it this new mining stirred up an ancient curse. So there was like an ancient darkness that got released during this mining. In 2019, there was a paranormal conference going on there, and this couple, Marie and Jay Yates, um, were running this conference, and Marie got super affected and passed out during this conference, and a couple other people got really affected too. Some people went to the hospital, um, but they couldn't find anything wrong with them. There is a tree there called Hangman's Tree, and apparently 18 men were killed at this tree. And they meet up with this woman named Victoria Storm, who is a paranormal investigator. She said she was affected by the hangman's tree and collapsed on the same day that Marie passed out and went to the hospital. So, strange. But Victoria has this service dog. And it's this big, cute, schnickety He's super cute, but this dog is obviously completely wigged out by this area, and he would not 
even let her go by the tree. It was funny because like she was like, all right, I'm going to walk toward the tree. And the dog was like pushing her, pushing her, pushing her away from the tree. Like he would not let her go forward toward the tree. He kept steering her away from it, which was super cute. He's just looking out for her, you know. Um, and then they went into this building, the assay building. And Victoria was talking about how she was affected in this building as well. So they, she tried to go up the stairs. And she wanted the schnickety to take her up the stairs. And the dog would not go up the stairs. He kept, like, standing in front of her, like, do not go, don't. Just don't, just don't, okay? Just don't go up those stairs. Dog is smart, right? Dogs know. Animals know things. So I felt bad for the schnickety. He was like, dude, what are you trying to do to me? Don't be taking me into these scary-ass places. I don't want to go, and I'm not going to let you go either. So, meh. So Victoria starts getting sick while they're investigating this area. And so Aaron pulls out the tri-field meter, and he starts getting like these little spikes on the tri-field meter. So kind of saying that, okay, there might be something around here. So then they start talking to a supernatural group called Unearthing the Supernatural Group. And apparently it's made up of Native Americans. And they are saying that back in the day when Native Americans you know, own this land when it was their land, there were dark energies there, and that they buried those energies in the ground, okay, like they did ceremonies, and they buried these dark, these dark energies in the ground so that they could not, you know, bother the Native Americans, and they had assigned caregivers to watch over these dark energies to make sure they didn't escape, and start terrorizing the town or the you know tribe, the village, and they are saying that with you know when once the Native Americans were run out of their land, you know like forced to leave their land, well, the caregivers also had to leave, so there was no one there to guard the land from these darknesses es escaping, and then they started mining, of course. So that's like just asking for darkness to come up out of the ground. And apparently there, you know, there was lots of violence going on, lots of um, mine collapses. Apparently a whole host of miners were going in there with their burrows to steal some chips of gold out of this gold mine. And the whole thing collapsed and killed all of them. I'm presuming even the donkeys, which makes me sad that animals had to die but they were all like buried alive and killed because they were in there stealing. So some Navajo Indians were talking to Zach and they said they want to do a ceremony while the guys are there. And they want the guys to use all of their equipment so that they can see these spirits come out while they're doing the ceremony. So... The guys are there, the, the um, Native Americans, the Navajo are doing their ceremony. So, you know, Zach is taking pictures everywhere. He's using the full spectrum camera. And all of a sudden he gets like this dark shadow figure next to the building. I think it was the brothel building. And he gets this weird dark shadow figure 
right outside the building and it kind of looks like a guy holding like a long long gun like a rifle or something it was just kind of odd but that was that was only caught in the one picture so and it, you could tell it wasn't the shadow of any of the navajo who were in the picture because you could see their shadows around the fire but this guy this dark figure was way off in the distance near the building so interesting so Zach is like, all right, there's a shadow figure over there. Let's go inside the building to investigate. So they go inside, and Aaron and Jay are in there, and they hear a knocking sound. And then Jay sees a ball of light with his own eyes. It's not captured on camera, but he sees it with his own eyes, so he's, like, freaking out a little bit. He's like, I just saw this thing. So then they start using the spirit box, and they ask, who did Jay see in here? Jay's like, who did I see? Aaron's like, who did Jay see? And then in a deep man's voice, they just get, no. Just saying no. Didn't really answer the question, but saying no. It was a really deep voice, which was super creepy. Okay, and then they go to this bunkhouse. One of the Native Americans puts on this ancient Native American mask, ceremony mask, and goes into this bunkhouse to communicate with spirit. Zach is like, let's get into total darkness. So, you know, the spirits can come out if they need to, whatever. And the Native American says, Hey, Zach, the spirits are calling you star in his eyes. And he's like, this is really unusual. Spirits don't usually give everyday white man uh, names, right? And he's like, so they're usually reserved for Native Americans. But they kept calling Zach star in his eyes. And Zach is like, well... I have these special prism glasses, um, which have, you know, they're prisms, so they have crystals. And the man is like, well, crystals are what we use to see into the spirit world. So these glasses, or they're calling you star in his eyes, so like the crystal in your eyes is, you know, maybe you're able to see into the spiritual world, right? So Zach starts to feel like he's looking into another dimension, into another world, and it's really dark. Right, And he starts to have really negative thoughts about these men, these Native American men who are with him, and he has to leave the building. And he's like, I don't know what was going on, but I started just having really negative thoughts, and I didn't want anything bad to happen, so I had to just leave. And he wasn't sure if he was seeing into another dimension or not, or just having the sensation that he was, but that's what he says. So, it's the next day. And they're starting their lockdown. They get all this advanced audio and visual equipment from this electrical engineer. So this new stuff they're going to be using. So they use this camera called the XLS. Not just SLS, but the XLS camera. And it's the first time they've ever used it. It looks just like an SLS, but like more, kind of more detailed. Like almost like the using a thermal cam or full spectrum and the SLS together. Like it's just sharper detail in the background. You know, like the SLS looks very pixelated and it takes a while to map in anything in the background and you can't really see details of the things in the background. This is, you can see more details of what's going on in the background. So when a, a figure pops up, it's super cool, right? Because you can totally see what it's around. So they're using the XLS. Zach is shooting into the room at the SA 
assay building. They're in the assay building, and Zach is shooting the XLS camera. And all of a sudden, he starts freaking out because he, he's getting these figures on the XLS camera. And this one is, like, really big. Like, it's, he's like, oh, my God, it's a giant. It's a giant. And they keep talking about giants. Like, the Native Americans were talking about giants, like these big these spiritual presence were giants and they would show like photographs of these like darknesses but they're like giant shadow entities but they're huge like they're towering over them so zach thinks he's seeing a giant it's like really big on the xls camera and it kind of stretches up to the ceiling and sort of hanging out on the ceiling and they talk about how the giants were unleashed during the ceremony and you know, from the darkness. After they catch this XLS figure, though, the camera just shuts down. It just stops working. So they bring it over to the electrical engineer who they got it from, and they get it up and running again, and so then they go back into the assay building, and Aaron is in the building, and he bring, he has a rock that he had brought from their last investigation. Apparently, um, some spirit or something threw a rock at him during that last investigation and he brought that rock with him so he's like hey you know this is the rock that was thrown at me why did you throw this at me can you tell me why this was thrown at me and he's pulling this out of a bag that was in his pocket and just as he's pulling it out there's a little there's a little critter figure that pops up right behind jay it's like really short it almost looks like a you know a little pet or an animal but then it starts to get bigger and bigger it's like stretching out vertically and then it sort of just shoots right through jay it's like shoots through his body like through his chest and right as that happens jay is like oh my god i feel so dizzy all of a sudden and it happens exactly when that figure shoots through him so that's pretty compelling so jay's like all right well come over here by this table and move something or peer on the table you know so we can see you again and the figure shows up right on the table right after he says that but it's really fast he shows up and it just kind of zooms away like it's almost like he steps off the table really fast so that was kind of cool aaron starts asking again why those spirits would have thrown a rock at him so Aaron starts trying to use the digital recorder to get some EVPs, and the digital recorder actually freezes up. So this is the second piece of electrical equipment that they've been trying to use that, that malfunctions while on this investigation, right? So this digital recorder freezes up. It's never happened before. Like, you could not advance it. You couldn't do anything with it. Like, it just kind of froze. So that was odd. So... So they get it working again. Um, Zach is in talking to, you know, the spirits in, in this room. And all of a sudden, he gets this crazy, super sharp pain in his shoulder. Like, super sharp. And he starts yelling. He's like, ow, 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 ow. You know, and he's like in so much pain. And he said it felt like he got bit or stung or something by something. He doesn't know. And... He starts, like, freaking out because he's, you know, screaming and, like, oh, 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 and Jay comes at, you know, comes at him to see if he's okay. And 
Zach totally lunges at him like he wants to punch him. He's like, Argh! and Jay's like, oh, shit, you know. And then Jay kind of gets pushed back by whatever energy or force that was attached to attached to Zach kind of pushes him when he lunges it pushes him pushes at Jay and Jay has to sit down like really fast like it's like he's being pushed down by this force and then we can see a light anomaly go right inside Zach's hand as he's standing there and Zach is freaking out he's like you don't have permission to get into me I you are not allowed inside me you have no permission to be inside me and he's starting to feel a little bit better, a little bit more like himself. And he's like, guys, come look at my shoulder. And he takes off all his layers of clothes. Like he's wearing a jacket and like a fleece and two thermal underwear shirts. So he, you know, takes off his jackets and stuff and he pulls the shirts down around his shoulder so that they, they can see if he's got like, he thought like he has a bite mark or something on his shoulder. But it's not a bite mark, but it's definitely like this huge dark red welt that's appearing on his shoulder I mean it's definitely something you know it's not nothing it ain't nothing it's definitely a big dark red welt that appears on his shoulder so that was pretty intense so Zach he was like I was just attacked right physically attacked by spirit which is really scary Okay, so they get the digital recorder up and working again. But what's weird is that when they turn it on again, the little display, the readout on the on the recorder says, sorry. And they're like, what? What? That is super weird. I don't think I've ever seen it say sorry before. So it just says sorry, which I don't know if that's a thing that the recorder is supposed to say or not, but it was really super weird. Like, gives me, like, the goosebumps. Like, the recorder is like, I don't know. Either something is talking through the recorder or the recorder itself is like, Sorry, dudes, I malfunctioned on you. It was just weird. I have never seen anything like that myself. And my cat, Tibby, is reaching her paw under the door of the recording studio, a.k.a. closet. Tibbers. Tibbers. She's a nut. Tibbers' mom is recording, so I'll be out in a minute. So anyway, so on the digital recorder, though, they capture a man's voice, and it sounds like he's saying, uh-huh, like, uh-huh, kind of like Billy Bob Thornton and Sling Blade, sort of. Uh-huh, I love those orange fried potatoes. But it's just an uh-huh. And then they all, in the room they're in, they all hear this noise, and they're all like, what was that, what was that, what was that? I don't I don't know if it's caught on the camera necessarily because I can't remember what the noise was. It was like a bang or, or a banging or something. And they start reviewing the recorder some more and they, they realize they caught more voices than they thought, right? But just as they're about to review it, they start hearing footsteps on the first floor. So they're, they're like up on the second floor now and they're hearing footsteps, like someone walking around beneath them. And... The footsteps are caught on the X camera that's down there. You can hear them talking upstairs on the X camera downstairs, and you can hear the footsteps happening in on the downstairs. And then on this very same X camera, it catches a light anomaly manifest in the corner of the room that it's shooting, and it kind of like little ball of light manifests, and then it kind of zigzags, whizzy 
around the room and takes off and just like disappears. So that was pretty cool. So they start reviewing the recorder again because they were interrupted by the footsteps and stuff. Um, they start reviewing the recorder again and they realize they caught this voice saying something. It was like a really long EVP on the digital recorder and they play it back and it sounds like it says, can you find anything quietly? Can you, can you find anything quietly? But it was really, it was quiet itself, but that's kind of what they got out of it. And of course, with the words on the TV, you know, of course it sounds like that when you're like, oh yeah, that's what it sounds like. But I thought it was like, oh yeah, dudes, can't you be quiet? Like you're stomping around, you're yelling, you're using all this equipment. Like, can't you just do anything quietly? The spirits are probably like, shut up. You know, I just thought that was funny. So Zach decides he's going to be by himself in the assay building. And he sends Jay and Aaron to the bordello building to use the polter pod. So Jay and Aaron are in the bordello. They're using the polter pod, which is like a spirit box. And they catch a female voice. You can't really understand what it says. And it's really fast, but it, it's definitely a female on the polter pod. And which is interesting because they're in the bordello, which is where all the women would be, you know making money or off the miners. So it's interesting that they catch a woman's voice in the bordello. And then Zach is back in the assay building and he's trying to talk to Mr. Wickenberg, who was the one the original founder of the mine, the gold mine back in the day. And he's he's talking to Mr. Wickenberg and he's saying, Hey, are you are you mad that these people are mining in your mine? They're they're taking your gold. You know, they're in your glory hole getting the gold and i'm like a glory hole i don't know if i missed that earlier in the episode they're calling something a glory hole but if you know what a glory hole is you're like what um i'm not gonna talk about what a glory hole is but it would be more appropriate in the bordello right anyway so i just thought that was funny i was like what is glory hole Okay, so back in the bordello, Jay and Aaron are still in there using their equipment, and Jay feels something on his back, like a lady's touch running their hand like down his back again, which would make sense because it's the bordello, and you know Jay's really cute, and you know prob they probably want to you know get with Jay, so they're rubbing their hands down his back, and he's like, "Whoa!" And somebody just read ran their hand right down my spine. Hubba hubba. So Jay then starts taking out money because it's a portello. He takes out his wallet and he pulls out a $20 bill. And he's like, hey, I've got this money here. Um, I'm happy to give it to you. You just need to move something or make something happen. He puts it on the piano. There's like a little piano in the room. And he puts it on the piano and he's like, just play a key, play two keys, you know, whatever, you can have this $20 bill. And nothing plays the piano. So Aaron starts shooting the Polaroid camera around. I don't know if he caught anything. But then Jay says, if you don't want us here, make a sound or move something. And then all of a sudden, there's this huge sound, like something shifting or moving or dropping or something from the kitchen in the bordello. 
And they're like, holy cats, what was that? And it was like right after Jay said, if you don't want us here, make a sound, right? So they're like freaking out. And Jay's like, oh my God, I have to leave because I said, if you don't want us here, make a sound. And they made a sound. And I'm afraid if I go back on my word and I don't leave, you know, they're going to get pissed, right? And then all, all of a sudden, Aaron's like, well, let me take some Polaroids of you in, the, in here and blah, blah, blah. And Jay starts freaking out. He's like, no, I have to leave. And he looks and he he looks out the window of the bordello and he thinks he sees something outside the window of the bordello. And he's like, oh, my God, there's something out there. There's something out there. And he starts freaking out and he's like running to get outside so he can see if there's anybody out there. And of course, there's nobody out there. But what's interesting about it is that is the exact window is that's the exact spot where at the beginning Zach caught that shadow figure right outside the bordello right by that window. So it's the same place where that shadow figure was seen. So did Jay see that figure? Did he was it his imagination? Who knows? But he swears he saw something and he was running out to find it. Okay. And so that was pretty much the evidence in that episode is pretty cool. You know, you know how I love the SLS. So this is the XLS, which is, um, I thought it was kind of funny that they call it the XLS and they captured giants, you know, like extra large figures. That's just me. And so they caught some cool figures on the XLS, which is one of my favorite things. Those figures, I love them. They caught some voices on the digital recorder. They caught some voices on the polter pod and a spirit box. They heard some noises, some banging, some shifting things, some footsteps. So they got some good evidence during this investigation, during this episode. So it was a pretty good episode all around. And, you know, Zach got super affected several times during this episode. And then he actually got, like, attacked like that. Whatever attacked his shoulder, it left a mark. So that was really intense for him. So yeah, it was a good episode. So I liked it. Good stuff. Okay, so that was Disturbed in Wickenburg episode of Ghost Adventures. Thanks a lot for listening. This was episode 48 of the I Love Ghost Adventures podcast. Thank you for listening. Please send me an email at iloveghostadventurespodcast at gmail.com. Um, follow the show on Twitter at I Love GAC Podcast. There's a website now where you can just find all the episodes if you're looking for them. There's like a little blurb about me. It's not super exciting. So please subscribe to the show. Uh, like it or whatever. Comment. Help other people find this show. Share it with your friends. That would be nice. And I thank you for that. So thanks for listening. So I guess I'll talk at you later. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.